I got invited here by the organizers. Uh, we spent a considerable amount of years organizing with various collectives through the Oxnard area, specifically through the Oxnard area. So I was very much surprised and very happy to see the information go out for this event and to see such a beautiful fucking turnout from you dope-ass people. That's Unfortunately, we find ourselves in a situation where as political organizers, it is easier to pull people together and have an interest towards some of these issues than we have for a lot of years because of the necessity of the situation. Especially right now, given the fact that we're living in a time of crisis. I'm not going to speak too much, but what I do want to do is I want to encourage all, our, all of our black friends and family to come up and speak from their hearts after I say a few things. But I just want to give you guys a little bit of the history of why we're standing right here right now. The reason why we've had to organize, we've specifically organized against police brutality in the city because this, this very police department has a long history of police brutality. For years. And we, we just find out about this when people die. So we've had people that have died here from Juan Zavala to Michael Mahoney. Robert Ramirez's life was taken by the cops. Alfonso Limon was shot 21 times by the Oxnard Police Department because they were chasing somebody else. Megan Hockaday was a black mother who was dealing with postpartum depression and when her husband couldn't deal with her emotionally, he called the police for help because as a society, especially in this city, we dump 70% of the city's budget on the police department instead of mental health. So who do we have to call when we don't know how to deal with our friends and family's mental health issues? The only option we got is calling the cops. Now some of us learned the hard way a long time ago to never call the fucking cops, but some of us out of desperation have no other choice. And when that husband called the cops, the officer that they sent was somebody that had extra training on dealing with um, domestic issues and dealing with psychological issues. And within 20 seconds of showing up, he shot her dead in front of her kids and her family. So Megan Hockaday will always be remembered. Alfonso Limon will always be remembered. But the unfortunate part is that there's dozens of names that we've never heard. There's dozens of cases of issues where we've never heard. Please raise your hand if you've ever been raided by the police, whether you did anything or not. And if there's ever been kids around in that situation or old folks around in that situation, how the fuck do the police treat you? 45 times. 45 times. I want you to come up and talk afterwards. But when you think about how the police deal with you, from the minute the cops show up, they don't show up and treat us with dignity and respect and communicate the way that we are when we reach out to them sometimes. They come at us with aggression. Are you on parole? Are you Probation. I've had multiple guns in my faces for no reasons other than that, right? So what I want everybody here to think about is right now it's cathartic to let this anger fly. But if we really do want to see some changes, especially in the next few months when police is going to start showing up at pads and kicking people out, we got to start mobilizing now on how we're going to respond and react to those situations so that we don't have so much anger that's being spent out here. A phrase that we ran with a lot that I feel is very important is we gotta defend joy. We gotta defend the things that make us happy and we gotta organize our rage. So by remembering those two things, those are good signals that we can always run to in the light and the fact that we're here is a beautiful thing. But I wanna remind you guys that these are issues that they're very much in the moment right now, but those emotions stay with us for a while and they fester right back up again when this shit pops off. We're not here because we directly know anybody who was in Minnesota or uh, 
anybody who's been a victim of police brutality. We might not have a direct connection, but we're here because we see that fucking outrage. Yeah. And if you guys want to know the truth about it, the reason why the cops get paid administrative leave and all these other fun things, it's the one thing that nobody wants to focus attention on, is because it's not sexy, is the contracts that the police unions sign with the cities. Every police department in the country signs a contract every year with the city of that police department. And in there it says that the city's going to pay for all the lawsuits that come out of pocket. That officers can't be investigated until a few days after they shoot someone up. That they immediately get administrative leave. That they immediately get covered, their bases get covered by the union reps. If we really want to start putting changes on that, that's where pressure's got to go. For a long time we've tried to put a lot of efforts behind body cams. That shit didn't fucking work. Look at they just covered it up or turned them off. Either way, I'm rambling at this point, but I love y'all very much. We're going to pass around a clipboard. I'm going to pass it on this clipboard. On this clipboard, all you need to do is put a cell phone number. We're not asking for phone, we're not asking for names, we're not asking for addresses, we're not asking for any other contact information. What we do with those phone numbers is we got a text messaging system that we punch them into. So every time that there's a DUI checkpoint, which is complete bullshit because the thing they catch the least of is people with DUIs. What they really do is they put those in our hoods so that they can catch us if we got warrants or if we got registered, you know, our car's registration's expired. So you sign up for that, we'll let you know when those happen. We'll let you know when there's ICE immigration raids, because they run around and they're picking up all of our people in our neighborhoods. But also we're gonna let you know when there's more activities and when there's more meetings of things going on from a variety of different organizations that are here today. So I love y'all very much, and I'm gonna pass the mic to the homie. And please, especially if you're black, step up. We wanna hear from you. We wanna put our black voices in the front of us. No justice, no peace. Justice, no peace. Hey, look, y'all. My name is Clifton Starkey. Just call me Cliff. I'm born. Of, hey, what up, though? Born and raised in Oxnard. Old St. John's Hospital from 1978 to 1998. I left Oxnard in 1998. Go stay with my dad in Detroit, Michigan. I've been across this whole country. New York. Chicago, everywhere. I came back five years ago. Long story short, I've got full custody of an autistic son. He goes to Dwyer's school uh, via, uh, via number arena uh, next door to Christian McCullough school. Okay? Let me tell you something. My son is now 10 years old. His mother is in Detroit. She left when he was six months old. I didn't want to raise him in, in Detroit because it's dangerous. So I came back five years ago. Yeah, I got a little flashy car, dropped out, whatever. But I got full custody of mom and dad. No breaks. And since I've been back for five years, I've been had the police called on me over 43 times for being black in public. I know Officer Core here. I know Officer Crenshaw. I know Officer Marquez and his brother Officer Marquez. I know Officer Ramirez, the other Officer Ramirez. I know Officer Thomas Payne. I know too many officers, and every time it's, what are you out here doing? What do you What do you mean? What is everybody else out here doing? I can't be black. And look, my son is 10 years old. He's not verbal. He's in pull-ups. And I've had police come to me with guns while I had my son in the car. Officer Sarah Baca up in Santa Barbara. I've seen Channel 3 News over here where Cinderay at. And look, bottom line, this shit's got to stop. Look, if you're a police officer and you're scared, put down your shit there. Put down your bitch. Because look, bottom line is, I'm a Second Amendment man. I'm a legal 
I am? My fingerprints are in the Wyoming police. The sheriff's department knows who I am? I've got a clean record. And yet, they still keep pulling this BS on me because you're afraid. I'm tired of getting told, oh, you're a big guy. No, you're just small. Yeah. You're just small. In real talk, I love the Lord Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. So, hey, you know, if you're afraid, you know, go to church. But look, you don't need to be a, a, a officer with a gun or, 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 or abuse your rights to try to take somebody else's life because you assume. You know what happens to people that assume that make asses of themselves? I'm done. I'm done with this. Bottom line, man, it's, it's no justice, it's no peace. Deal with a person on an individual basis. Stop assuming that everybody's a criminal. Yeah, there's criminals out here, but you know what? If you talk to a person the right way, they're going to act the right way. And that's the bottom line. Real talk. Real talk. I can do their jobs a lot better than a lot of them. Anyway, I'm out of here. God bless everybody. It ain't about black, white, brown. It's what's on the inside. Look, I gave my life back to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And look, well, you could be black, yeah. but if you're not in the same spirit of me, yeah. well then, hey, we Amen. Can't be but you can be a white brother. Amen. But if you got the Woo! same good energy yeah. and spirit, you're my brother. Amen. Amen. So, hey, anyway, I love y'all. Stay safe. And you cops, you know what? You getting away with this shit right now, but you know what? Everything done in the dark comes to the light. We all got an expiration date, and when you get in front of your maker, when I, I, I'm going to be at peace when I get in front of my maker. So you know, which everybody got to answer for what they do. So watch what you do. That's all.
and I was driving. I said, hey, this is the first time I'm driving my son's car. So yeah, I'm driving a little slow, because I got to make sure I'm driving right. I said, but I saw you way back there. But again, not me, but my son. I ain't going to say my son's always good. I'll be the first one to tell you they haven't been always good. But this is what I have to say. We don't burn our own stuff. Because that means that your mama, your grandpa, them have to go somewhere else to get their goods. What I'm saying, how we're going to win, we're going to have to win it. Like Martin said. Peaceful. We're going to have to not demonstrate like they call us animals. We don't have to be better than them. Better. Because God said he made each and every one of you in the likeness and in the image of him. He said he made everything good. Everything is good. And so for us to do any kind of other way, it is a disgrace to George Floyd. Is it real? Is it fake? Then we're divided for Trump against Trump. Now we're divided when we shouldn't be. We should be working with them against the people who are really fucking us over. The kings don't fight in the chess game. Everyone's mad at Trump. He's a profile picture. You know that. He's an idiot on purpose so that we look at him. They put him there specifically so that we look. And they give him a Twitter so that we'd look. We don't, they don't stop him so that we look at the things that we're not supposed to be looking at. While the banks screw us over. While the government screws us over. They know this shit's been going on. They're not going to stop it because we look. The second we stop looking, the second we actually sit down and talk to each other, how are we going to fix it? How are we going to work together to fix it? I don't want to be mad at the people I'm supposed to be trusting. I want to work with them. So that we can trust them again. That's all I gotta say. Hey everyone, my name is Marvin. I'm a father, I'm a husband. I've got two master's degrees and I'm working on a PhD. But here's the reality, when I get pulled over by a cop, none of that matters. When a cop sees me, he doesn't see my mind. All he sees is my black skin. When a cop sees me, he's holding his gun because he's afraid. And so I want to say to every camera, 
to every police officer listening that you don't need to be afraid of me. What you need to be afraid of is when I actually get angry. What you need to be afraid of is when we come together like this. And so me by myself in my car, you don't need to be afraid and worried. It's when you upset me. It's when you bring me to one of these type of events. It's when you bring the people together. That's what you need to be afraid of. God bless you all. How you guys doing? My name is Jeff McKenzie. My name is Jeff McKenzie. I've been in this community for over 30 years. I've been in this community for over 30 years. I'm from Flint, Michigan. I normally don't speak at events like this. I understand people's anger and frustration. I know they're rioting in Detroit, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, all over the country. What I applaud you guys for is a peaceful demonstration. I know you're frustrated because I'm frustrated. I've seen a lot over 30 years. I've seen people get angry. I've seen a lot of people get killed. But what I want you guys to do is, not at the end of the day, recognize that we just have a rally and nothing happened. Because that's what's been happening. I'm tired just like you. I'm frustrated just like you. I don't normally speak at events like this. I normally don't come up. But I'm so tired of black men, African-American men getting killed. I am so done with that. So what I applaud you guys for doing is standing up for your rights. Standing up for black people because we are trying to make a change with the police department and everybody in this community because this is different. We are done with this. We are done with young black men getting killed. We are done with people getting killed. I am so tired of black men. My wife, my wife is so afraid of me walking down the street with a mask on and a hoodie on, just walking in my community. She's afraid I may not come home. I got a son who I'm afraid of that could walk down the street and get killed. This is not America. You should not stand for that. And I'm so glad you all are here to tell Chief Whitley, who is a friend of mine, to tell Chief Whitley, we are done with this. We are through with this. We are through with black men being afraid to walk the streets to say we can't do this. I've been, I'm a business guy here. I put money in Oxnard. And this is, I'm tired of this. I am tired of seeing people getting killed. But we got to make a difference and a non-violence difference. Martin Luther King did it. Malcolm X did it. And you can do it too. No justice, no peace. How's everybody doing? This Wednesday at 5 p.m., Chief Ridge, Victoria and Wooly behind the coffee bean amphitheater. We'll be having a panel discussion. Okay, louder, brother. There will we'll be having a panel discussion. Sea Bridge at 5 p.m. on Wednesday, just Wednesday, June 3rd. We'll be a panel discussion. We'll have Oxnard PD will be there. It's for the people to ask questions. I know we're all confused. We all want change, and the officers can give us hopefully some solutions. 
You know, if they don't answer your questions, then that's an answer too. So then we can go on from there. But this is about uh, us coming together as a community. So make sure you're there, 5 p.m. Wednesday. Where at? Sea Bridge. Victoria and Willie. Victoria and Willie behind the coffee bean. This Wednesday. This Wednesday, June 3rd. Everyone, please. Please. Still asking you for rent every month, right? 
We got a clipboard going around. Who's got the clipboard? Where's my magical clipboard? One of those undercover cops took it for sure. God <laughs> ah, damn it, all this effort for nothing. I'll see y'all on Wednesday. I'll bring another clipboard. We got it. We got it. We got the clipboard. If you have not signed up for that, that is not a clipboard for any one particular organization. That's something for a text messaging system that we blast out. But any organization that has something going on, we'll throw our support behind it and rally people there. So we'll send you guys a reminder text on Tuesday afternoon for the Wednesday meeting. And I hope to see y'all there. And I hope to see a bunch of cops ready to argue with.